0: minimum of 4 lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account $5 more per
1: line without auto pay plus taxes and fees phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due $35 per line connection charge applies ctmobile.com well and the bottom line is the tier 7 right i mean if it, if this were uh, the first year second year it'd be one thing uh, but he ain't going anywhere, right? He just got an extension.
2: Um, but for the fan, the Jackals, it would, the heat would be on. It's going to be, yeah, it's gonna no be Shanahan. It. He, it's he's gonna keeping be a lot the job, of people. and Stoney always talks about that. Guru, it's not Super Bowl or bust because Kyle's not going anywhere. But i say in the, 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 the court of public opinion, he would lose a lot. And Kyle could probably care less, but he would lose a lot of luster if somehow they don't get this done. But, Larry, real quick, I wanted to ask your buddy, too. What about if they Brock Purdy and the offense looks like the offense and they lose 41 4138 and this defense does pulls another last week uh version of themselves? I, I think Kyle would be protected in the sense that Wilkes' unit, Kyle doesn't oversee the defense, or are you gonna tell me, and I get it because people have, well, he's the overseer of the whole team. But if if the D has a bad outing that cost him the game and the offense showed up, then I think then I'm thinking just even from the fans. Okay, hey, now we can hone in on Wilkes, and I wonder if his job is in jeopardy. Well, it's interesting. I
1: mean, I don't know if you looked at the Wilkes uh, Wikipedia, but, I mean, he's been everywhere and back. I mean, the guy's had, like, 20 jobs in 23 years. I mean, he go he he is truly a nomadic coach. He's He goes no, from A I to B know. to C to D. Oh, yeah. Steve Wilkes has been absolutely everywhere. In a way, I feel like it would almost be wrong if he got dumped, though, because he didn't have a chance to come in here and run his own show. It, he didn't run. Well, now,
2: what does that mean? Like, did well, D'Amico and, and and Robert Sala have that chance? What does that mean? Well, he's not running his system. He's running the Niners' system.
1: Um, he he's you know he he came here eyes wide open uh, to run their system you know they they liked what they had up front with with Chris Kosarek and this wide 9 defensive front you know, Kyle has a hard time defend. You know, uh, going against it as an offensive coach, mm. he really likes it. They didn't want to tear the whole thing down. They felt like they had momentum, so Steve came in and adapted to the Niners. Not to you know, usually you go get a, a defensive coordinator. You you know, he brings in his system, but instead he adapted to their system. And then in the middle of the year, mm. when things weren't going well, Steve likes to coach from the bird's eye view. Why? Because he's a former defensive back at Appalachian State, so he wants to see the coverage. But the Niner players were used to having that voice on the sideline. And they said, Steve, no, you're not coaching in the booth. Now you're going to coach on the sideline. So he's adapted to them all the way through. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if, if you look at where he's been, as I mean, he played as a player with the Charlotte Rage in uh, 1993. Right. Then we're talking about, you know, Savannah State, Illinois State, Appalachian State, East Tennessee State, Bowling Green, Notre Dame, U-Dub, Bears in 2006 to 2008, uh, Chargers 2009-2011, a couple years there, Carolina 2012-2014, to 2014. Um, then he was the assistant head coach with Carolina, then he was in Arizona as the head coach in 2018, then he was in Cleveland in 2019, back at Missouri as the D.C. in 2021, Damn. Carolina Panthers 2022, Niners, you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, I talk- get it. We're talking about, you know. Um, and it's flyer miles. and I don't know. I mean, you know what? You know, and I don't want to. I don't want to say like, oh, that's desert definitely means something, or you know, he wears out his welcome. A lot of these could have been promotions. You know, I'm not. Right. It's not but necessarily. But where are we at? But when, it
2: always makes you wonder. Is it the players or the coach? Because we're getting to the nitty gritty now. That if they have another subpar performance, I f- just just me by nature, I find it hard for you, Larry. And I'm not saying you are, or Evan, or anybody to tell me going into this season, all hands on deck, the Niners' defense was a a position of strength, collectively, regardless of who wasn't coming back. And you added Hargrave. He was under the Christmas tree. So, Eight months later, we're all ready to say, you know what, Goo, They lost this and that. Well, when they wrote that check for Bosa, I believe the Niners brass thought that was the anchor to a D that was going to cause havoc. So, and Larry, where I live, the sectors where I live in the U, my phone, oh, black on black climb. goo, were you trying to run the black coordinator out of the game? No, I'm fair. I'm just saying it's either Kyle or the defensive coordinator if they don't get their stuff right in a week and i would tend to think in the for from my my experience in sports sometimes the coordinators are the fall guy yeah well i mean you're going to okay so that here's the here's the thing if the
1: 49ers fall short there's going to have to be a significant pivot right significant pivot i don't know who that's going to be i don't know what that's going to be but it's not going to be Kyle Shanahan. The no doubt it's about it. It's not going to be John Lynch. I, I got that. They just, they just, you know, Adam Peters has moved on, so Lynch is not going anywhere. Um, and Lynch just got an extension. It's not going to be Kyle Shanahan. First so, question
2: to a possible defensive coordinator: Can you get number ninety-seven to get to the quarterback in the playoffs? Like that would be the first question for a D coordinator. You might laugh, but Larry, is there a connection?
1: I, you know, is it on Caserik? Is it on the front or is it on the back end? You know, I mean, uh, I'll say this: I like the way Lenore is playing, and Charvarius Ward, when he can keep his feet, has looked pretty good. The rest of those guys don't look good. I mean, right now, Man. Logan Ryan doesn't. You know, he he'd like to throw that film out. Um, he he was like, you know, basically wasn't making tackles. Ambry Thomas tackling receivers. Man. Tayshaun Gibson uh a, a step late or falling to the ground. Jair Brown didn't get on the field. Uh, the rest of you, I mean the guy like Samuel Womack was a fifth round pick he was inactive this week so I mean yeah I, I think they're gonna look to somebody who's going to help them on the back end and on paper it should be Wilkes I threw out a crazy idea and I know a lot of people thought I was absolutely nuts but what does is Belichick want to be a head coach Belichick's like in his 70s there's all kinds of examples. He's got
2: a second what, interview with Atlanta, but
1: yeah, does yeah. he want? To, does he want that? Does he want to be a head coach? Does he want that record? Does he want John, Don Shula's record, or does he just want to win another ring? Because I, you can pay him whatever you want. How about to pay wow. Bill Belichick? Now, He's tight with Shanahan. Why not wow. pay Bill Belichick big cash and wow. say, hey, you're the best defensive backfield coach. Maybe in the history of the game, man. Um, What Niner fan would say no to that? You got Womack, you got Brown, you've got Ambry, you got Lenore, you got Luter, you've got all these young DBs. You got Talanoa Hufanga. How about you know Bill Belichick cut him the fat check? I mean, you're gonna have to have a significant pivot point to something major, and the head coach ain't going anywhere, the quarterback's not going anywhere, and and the general
2: manager's not going anywhere. So I don't know what it is. I'm not sure what. But you're that, not mad in my thought process of just you, you know. And again, I'm not pointing Wilkes out, but it is. I'm watching these games like, man, this is under your watch. Yeah, this is I mean, your unit. It's his. It's his show on defense. Yep. And he had the high profile
1: gaffe against the Vikings on the zero coverage yep. on Jordan Addison at the end of the first half. But I think you know overall, the 49er defense and Wilkes has done a decent job. But They've lost a lot of personnel that's good against the run, and they've replaced it with guys that aren't as good against the run. It's kind of selling out for kind of a pass rush deal, and now their pass rush is not getting home. So you went for Harvard. watching it too. Yeah, I mean they're not getting home. They're not getting home. So now the NFL is an interesting thing too. It's like I kind of wonder if the wisdom is if is it right to throw all your money on defense into your defensive line in a league where. It's so easy to neutralize a great defensive line by these three-step oh, drops damn. and get the ball out. I mean, if you want to not ha- have your quarterback sacked, you could te- you could drop three steps and and get the ball out all day. Uh, but then, can you dial up the coverage behind it? And is your D- is your coverage tied to your rush and so on and so forth? I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. But uh, the Niners, you know, the Niners are are you know. I, I bet you anything. Jed York went to John and Kyle and said, you know what? I know you got your quarterback knocked out against Philly, but a quarterback, it in, in quarterback and quarterback injuries are no longer going to be an acceptable excuse going forward for why you don't get uh you don't contend for that 6 Lombardi. So, I don't know what the Niner pivot point is going to be. Let's hopefully not have to think about yeah. negative thoughts on that front. Um, should we take one more here? Let's, let's do it. let's go to Danker. Danker's been waiting patiently. Danker, Danker thanks for uh, being patient, man.
0: No problem. Thanks, guys. Um, You know, for the people who have questions about Brock, um, it's the gridiron for a reason. It's chess, you know? And to me, the smartest play was when he, on the last drive, when he tucked the ball, and he actually changed and stayed in bounds. You know? um,
1: When he ran ran and cut it back inside and he
0: took the hit. Exactly. The three or five or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, it took the hit like a stud, you know? and i don't know what these guys want it's like every team runs a system um i think if you say oh it's just a system quarterback maybe you don't understand your system or whatever long story short um i think you know the quarterback is an extension of the head coach and you know jimmy was proving to make bad decisions so people who compare brock to jimmy it's like i don't know what they're watching uh to me again brock's bad games are the wet ball thing And the problem was Brock obviously hasn't acclimated to a glove. So I would say after this season, he should rock the glove from now on. Um, Might sound crazy, but I wouldn't let Mother Nature be the X-Factor. Danker, let me just
2: ask you this. That Raven game, which was a home game, there wasn't a drop on the field in regard to weather.
0: Well, that first interception... Kittle flattened out his route. If he continues to the end zone, he pulls the safety. That's a touchdown. We have a hold. That's a 14-point swing, you know. There's a lot of little things that happen in these games that have huge outcomes. And Shanahan's smart enough to know to not run his team into a wall. And as far as Wilkes, I really think that, Larry, you know, obviously, once again, you nailed it. The injuries have changed the way we're able to come at teams. We, uh, so my whole thing would be like, let's at least create some blitz bluffs. Because if we create any hiccup to get someone through, you know, that one hesitation could be everything. So that's kind of my. uh
1: Your breakdown. We hear you. Thanks, Danker. Appreciate the call. And it opens up a line, 888-957-9570. You know, on, on the hand thing, you know, it's not hand size. I'm looking at the hand size chart of all the NFL quarterbacks.
2: Okay, if but if, the ball slipped go ahead, Larry, because the well, ball slipped I mean, out of his hand in Chicago. Remember that he was luckily able to prance, back, prance back. So I'm not saying they're little, but something's up when the ball's wet. Who's got the biggest hands in the NFL, quarterback wise? Carson Wentz. Uh um, just got a job. But yeah. that got Wentz. little hands
1: too, to me. <laughs> you said Carson Wentz. But yeah. You're very familiar with Carson Wentz's hand size. Yeah, he was an Eagle. Uh, let me see. He is on here somewhere. Oh, there it is. Yeah, ten inch hands. So the biggest hands of any quarterback in the NFL are Jordan Love.
2: Come on,
1: Jordan Love. Ten and a half inch hands. Well, maybe
2: that's why he wasn't having a problem throwing. Ten and a half
1: inch hands for Jordan Love. Russell Wilson, ten and a quarter. So obviously hand size and height don't go. Give hand me Lamar's. In hand. Lamar's hand size. He plays in bad
2: weather and they having problems.
1: Lamar's got six and chance. No, uh, no. (laughs) Lamar's got nine and a half. Okay, nine and a half. And Brock, what did you say Brock was? Um, I don't even see Brock on here. I think Brock's are also nine and a quarter, same as Mahomes.
2: But what was your initial thought when you saw the glove? I didn't like it. We were talking about it yesterday.
1: I I talked to him earlier this year about it. He said, you know, he he does, he has worn a glove in college at times. Um, and yeah, I'm not an advocate of going to the glove unless you really have a lot of experience with it, because I mean, you you know, you, now the gloves are very tacky. I Uh, mean, there's a lot of tack on those gloves. I mean, if you're, um, you know, touch receiver gloves, or if you have a kid who plays uh high school football and you receiver, I mean, the, the gloves are incredible. We've seen some of the greatest. Wide receiver catches of all time. Oh Beckham! Beckham,
2: that was because of the glove. Beckham, I, I ain't um, hating no deal.
1: There was a yeah. the Steeler tight end, uh, whoever this rookie tight end from Georgia, I made a ca- catch at the combine last year. That was just like. He just caught the... Spider-Man stuff. It was just ridiculous. He yeah. got stuck in there. It was like, what? Lester Hayes. Uh, but, you know, hand, you know, it's also about just, you know, how you... The one thing I've never seen is I've never seen what we saw in this game uh, this weekend where Brock went back to pass and literally took his hand in the middle of a play and I, rubbed it on his it. pant leg to dry yeah. it off. So, obviously, the moisture, he doesn't feel comfortable about the grip that he's getting on the football.
2: We were commended. FP was commending Fox on just, you know, playing that back. But I'll say this. The glove was symbolic to me, Larry, regardless if it worked or not. Something upstairs was going on. For him to think he needed it, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. so already you were kind of at a disadvantage because you're hoping it works, and then he, he came back with it off. I was like, oh my gosh! If I'm Green Bay, I'm loving
1: this. Did you guys know that Jared Goff has smaller hands than Brock Purdy? And I never by a half inch. I would have never known that. How'd you where'd you get that information? I just looked it up. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just right. Yeah, Jared Goff has has on the small inch small hands. He's got nine inch hands. So, but you know, who also well, has I, tiny little hands. Joe Burrow, and he. I, who? Joe Burrow's pretty damn good, yeah, no doubt, and he plays in weather. Yeah, Baker Mayfield, the smallest hands in the league. The smallest hand in the league is Taysom Hill, eight and three quarters in chance. Then you have Burrow, Tannehill, and Golf with nine inch hands. Those would be the smallest. so there is
2: there is nothing to it. Well, obviously, I don't know if there's anything to it. We it's know a- Brock doesn't like the wet ball, and it might not be because of hand size. He the feel. Right.
1: Yeah. The guys who have the biggest hands, Josh Allen, ten and and eight, eighth. Aaron Rodgers, ten and an eighth. Russell Wilson, ten and a quarter. As I said, Jordan Love, ten and a half. Uh, Gardner Minshew, ten and an eighth. Uh, so there you go. Josh Tr-
2: Allen threw a ball in weather the other night, Larry, and he looked like hurtly. I thought the ball was going to go out to the stadium. I'm like, dude, you might not win a damn thing, but you got a cannon. He's got a cannon. Dude, dude you know, that's just cannon. ridiculous. Evan, the ball almost went out to the stadium and he felt is. like he's and Diggs dropped it, but good God. the Jerry Sneed just absolutely shut down Diggs twice yeah, this he, year. You know what? I think Diggs, is, I'm ready to say, not overrated. Big game, you got to come up bigger if you're going to talk, man. Who do you like, by the way, in the AFC game this weekend? Larry, I was rooting for Lamar. I thought it was destiny, but I I think we're watching Michael Jordan in regard to uh, Patrick Mahomes. And I'll say this to Josh Allen. You may be Patrick Ewing. You may have just come up, uh, Carl Malone, Barkley. You were just around at the wrong time because Jordan was there to just take your rings and now that they got Rice back and guys are catching the ball, I expect him to go win that game in Baltimore. I
1: do too. I like King. I hate City. that I'm saying that. But Jerry Sneed is gonna take away Zay Flowers nah, and then it's Nelson Aguilar time? Now,
2: yeah. No, yeah. No, I I get it. No. And and the quiet be kept, Texans kept uh I I was like, Hey, what's going on here, Lamar? I'm not blaming you, but they had him bottled up in that pocket a little bit of that game to where I'm like, ooh, Lamar don't look comfortable. And who's, then he start getting to the outside.
1: By the way, in one more hand size: Trey Lance nine and an eighth. So Pur- Purdy's were nine and a quarter. Uh, Trey Lance who's 9 and eight. Hashtag
2: an random. I think Trey Lance is closer to playing in Dallas, and I know we're up against it than we ever thought. Wouldn't that be something? No doubt about. I'll it. I'll
1: say this, and I've been on the record of saying this, and I'll stay with it. I'm going to be consistent. I like Trey Lance. You mean and I really do. And I think Trey Lance is going to have a significant NFL career. It's going to take a while, but he is going to figure it out.
2: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours